Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, some real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. I'll come today by the one and only Rich Lada, and our special guest today is J.R. Roach. Just in case you're wondering, <laughs> you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast. Yeah, it's on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk, the Working Pete Pod. If you'd like to be guest on the show, please email us at workperspectivesgmail.com. And please like, subscribe, so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Rich, you ready to go? I'm ready to go. JR, you ready to do this? Right on. All right, man. Speaking of uh, being ready to do this, let's get this thing started. Let's go. Right on. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspective. Exploring your day. And how you get paid Launching a new episode Every Tuesday Your day can transform While we inform With new episodes available On every platform So check out our live And how we get live Then do us a solid Share and subscribe When you share it all right on the show today we have Hensel gracie black belt jr roach he's an instructor at the Hensel gracie pa academy but we want to wind back and see kind of where he started so jr where did you where were you born where did you grow up so i've been uh, i was born in the abington area okay uh, abington hospital really i right. kind of lived around a couple places mostly in this area though you yeah know, kind of uh mostly lansdale now okay so nothing nothing too exciting about my where i've lived <laughs> or where i've gone so yeah nice and i can make some stuff up but yeah, yeah. spca (laughs) i was adopted in my forever home (laughs) uh, and you grew up in this area too grew up primarily in this area where did you go to school uh north bend high school is where graduated from nice so nice man all right cool and then what what i like to ask too is when you were coming up what were kind of some of the sports that you did as a kid this tip of the typical growth sport the baseballs of the world yeah not really football i was supposed to actually play football in high school yeah my gym teacher was actually the uh, coach. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, but it turns out I broke my leg in his class, that gym <laughs> class, the very first day before tryouts. So, um, put a damper on thing. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't want me limping on the field for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Those I just think he good. was all about the wins. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, <laughs> yeah. no team aspect. <laughs> That's here. what I'm yeah. saying. This is a me and team. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be a blocker. <laughs> you're gonna stand there, stand still. <laughs> right. So then, okay. So, so that, that, that's not my football career route. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And then, did you do any like baseball or anything? Just like little league stuff. Yeah, little yeah. league stuff, things like that. Nothing. Again, nothing overly exciting. Acting. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the off off Broadway shows, a okay. couple of those, but yeah. nothing, nothing really. We always there. get the kids are like, I'm, I'm gonna get be in a play. I'm starting to do the acting. 
what are you gonna what party are you playing oh i'm gonna be a a, a bush <laughs> But the best bush ever. <laughs> like, look, this is for a tree. I'm like, well, that's where they start you. I'm like, oh, do you have yeah. words? Yeah. No. No. Just <laughs> Russell, like, Russell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was, do, you remember, do you remember, though, a couple of years ago, we had a kid that did boxing that he was in Creed. He was in, oh. uh, he was in like this, uh, this Hell's Kitchen movie. Yes, with like Melissa McCarthy and uh, and, and like uh, got Tiffany Haddish. Like <laughs> he played like a kid in a bunch of movies. Yeah, good. Oh, good yeah, kid. yeah. But yeah, he had he like he had like a SAG card. And oh, like, on, yeah. Like, yeah, he had like fourteen credits or acting credits in movies. So yeah, not a push. No, <laughs> no. This kid, yeah, he was a good looking kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, so he he did well as like a son or a grand, whatever. Dude, he's been in like scenes with Stallone and stuff. I'm like, yeah, he's broke well. Yeah, oh yeah, really. And like, dude, he was he wasn't the one telling you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. His dad, like, he I don't think he wanted to tell anybody, but his dad was like, oh, dude, this kid, you kidding? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which agent, is his dad was his agent. I mean, dude, his dad was cool, but if that was my kid, and he's in a scene with Stallone. I've been like, yeah, yeah. just so you fucking know. Just saying, he played the shrub outside the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. probably remember that part, right? Yeah, we, we would have all been the punching bag. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so then you're coming up and stuff. When did you first get introduced to like mixed martial arts and and see like Brazilian jiu jitsu? Probably a lot of it was around the same time. A lot of other people did, you know, kind yeah. of UFC days. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was always something about jiu jitsu specifically that was interesting. You yeah. know, it's. I like the MMA aspect of it, but jujitsu was always interesting. I kind of, you know, whatever internet content there was at that time, right. I kind of would go down. Yeah, not much, people. right? There wasn't a ton. Nothing. Nothing. No, and, you know, it was... You get VHS. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't much. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. there wasn't much out there, but whatever I could find, I found really interesting. Yeah. I was like, oh, I want to do that someday. But yeah. then, you know, life. Right, mm, right, right. Push yeah. that out further. Yeah, yeah. Everyone said, but then, so, but you also, did you start, cause you did, you did kickboxing too. Did you start kickboxing first or ju or jujitsu? Same time. Same time. Same time when I came here. Yeah. Okay. And then what year was that when you came here? Because think about this, right? What is it? 96 maybe yep. when you had, when Brazilian jujitsu really kind of started to get a hold in the United States, as far as like people knew what it was. Yeah, I would probably say because you had the. Infant stages, 94, 95. By 96, you had a couple little yeah. hubs here and there. Yeah. yeah. Of course, Gracie had become more of a household name and yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So then what year did you first start coming here? 2010. 2010. Oh, okay. So it, was, it was quite a bit later because I, you know, everybody else, I had, had a job, had a kid. Yep. You know, yep. went decided I was going to go back to college because yeah. the company was going to pay for it. So I did, you know, full-time college with kid, full-time job. Yeah. So. It wasn't a whole lot of time in life for other things. But you had told me, so prior, like, like you said, like, and this is something we see in here all the time, where it's, you get married, you got a kid, yep. you put on some weight, absolutely. right? Like, and that's, that's across the world. Right? Smacking pounds. Yeah, Dude, exactly. You know what I mean? You're hanging out watching Barney and you want to, you know. <laughs> that's why pets put on weight when you have young kids. Yeah. The animals put your cats, your dogs. When you have a baby, everybody puts weight on. Exactly. Is everybody yeah. snacking? They're getting whatever the kid doesn't eat yep. falls on the floor. You know now you got a baby. Oh, like yeah. the, yep. the pets are getting them. Oh, yep, yeah. absolutely. You know what I mean? We got a cat that likes little goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> like we have to put our stuff away at the house. Yeah. Because fat ass Hampton will <laughs> go down there, going through whatever on the counters. Yeah. Like you have any sweets or anything, he'll rip open the packages <laughs> with his little yeah. Jesus. And it's crazy. So That's we have awesome. to. We yeah. have to hide every. Can't leave anything out. 
if we, we'll hear rustling around at night and kind of be like, Rich, <laughs> can you put everything away? And I'm like, I thought I got everything off the counters. <laughs> I hear Hampton down there and he has a, a packet of um, oatmeal, brown sugar. Yes. Oh, yeah. And he's, and he's already ripped them open before. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's diabetic, so I can't take a chance <laughs> on top of that because he was a 30-pound cat. Clearly a snacking problem. It's like, up with him. it's like fat ass Hampton. And there he is. And I'm like trying to open up the packet of yeah. freaking oatmeal. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. But, you know, it's funny. Most people would like, if you hear something down in the kitchen, you're like, oh shit, someone break this. Yeah. Like I said, fucking. <laughs> oh yeah. He's he's going, he's up on your counters going through whatever is left out. Uh, tries yeah. to open doors, like open the cabinet doors. Yeah. They're not shut tight. They open. Gee, this is getting oh. a little more health conscious with the oatmeal. Yeah, right. <laughs> Cereal boxes on the floor. They'll get ripped open. Yeah, so he 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 likes to eat. Always did. I've never seen a cat like Karen has like a popsicle on her hand. He's over swatting her, swatting her, <laughs> and she'll give him a lick off the popsicle. <laughs> and he will. He'll sit there the entire time. Yeah, he'll smack it out of your hand. You're not paying attention. He'll knock that damn thing right out of your hand. Ice damn. cream loves it. <laughs> I never diabetes. It really does. Down there, right? <laughs> I remember having a bowl down. I had chopped up bananas, a little syrup on it, oh, and yeah. even Ruger and I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm getting ready to watch a movie, and I come back in. Hampton must have put his whole face. And he had it up on his, <laughs> up on his whiskers, like up on the top of his head, and then he had a spot on his nose. And he's like, you could tell his eyes were crossing. What? Uh... So, uh, I'm he like in a coma. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, he so been... he had gotten a little bit of all that. Uh, I thought, oh man, this cat's gonna die. Holding him down to wipe him up. Yeah. To oh, freaking man. throw out the bowl of ice cream that he decided to take some giant bites out of. Yeah, yeah. You could see where his little face was. Uh, yeah. And he got a banana. What yeah. cat eats a banana? Yeah. <laughs> But everybody that knows us that met Hampton's like, yeah, that's Hampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you hear about, yeah, he's one of those you hear about before you see him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It looks like a like a junior mountain lion. Yeah, <laughs> and he's obsessed with Karen. Yeah, man. So okay, so but like we said, you had so you had what had happened? Are you cool to talk about this? Like you had gone to the doctor for like yeah. a normal visit, yep. and then you had gotten blood work, and he was like, "Hey, let's fucking go here." So, like, what kind of happened? <laughs> yeah. So I had, you know, like any other thing, yeah, like a size infection or some shit. Go to the doctor. It's a new doctor at the practice. Yeah, I've been there plenty of times before. Size infections and stupid shit. Yeah. And he's like, he took my blood pressure. He looked at my weight, and at the time, I was probably I, was, I never crossed three hundred pounds. But I was knocking on the door. I was about yeah. two ninety eight ish. Yeah. Yeah, you hit three. I was, I was knocking on the door. That's a bow booming away. Exactly. <laughs> That's one thing. I was half a from, yeah. I was half a pizza from yeah, yeah. crossing over. I've been over three hundred a bunch of times. Yeah. You know. So he goes. He goes. All right, man. He's like, hey, you're just real nonchalant. I'm like, hey, man, you ever had your blood work done? I'm like, yeah, I was thirty at the time. I'm like, no. He's like, why don't we just do that? I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay. So he gets it. You know, about a couple days later, I get a call back. Hey, man. Um, yeah. So um, you're too fat. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. At least in sugar coat. No, no, no. Sure. I was just saying, didn't butter it up. It's too fat. I'm like, yeah. fair enough. I was like, and he's like, your blood works. He's like, I was gonna bust your balls about your weight, but your blood work sucks. Your blood pressure's high, like cholesterol. The cholesterol. And you're thirty. Yeah, and I'm thirty. He goes, yeah. honestly, he's not a problem now. Ten years from now, it's gonna be a real problem. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and he's thinking about your kids. And your wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, so he's doing you a favor. So I was like, all right, man, I'll make a change. Yeah. How many times have you heard that before? Yeah. Sure. No. But he's, no, I was serious. Like. Yeah. I was serious. I wanted to start making change. Started doing a little bit of cardio shit yeah. and stuff like that. Just the basic you know stuff. What the threat was though. He said, 
you don't start losing weight, you're coming in for a proctology. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to use a bigger diameter one. Could you imagine if that was the third? Like, look, if you don't drop 20, we're giving we're sending you the prop. You win. Yeah. <laughs> like you win. So okay. So you what was your like because I'll tell you this, and me, I think this is one of the selling points of the gym. And I don't know how many times we've said it, Rich, uh, and you said it as well to other people. It's like there's so many, only so many times you can run on a treadmill yep. and lift weights. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, as much as it's good to pump some iron and, and do all that. Like you need something that's mentally engaging, that you see results, that yep. you're learning. So that's like, so when you started working out, you're doing like the normal, just running and just all that cardio stuff, elliptical time, you know, just eating better, that kind of stuff, which, you know, it takes off some initial weight, but yeah. it doesn't, yeah. you know, make it better. It doesn't get you, you, you hit a wall. Yeah. It's hard exactly. to do both at the same time. Sure. And listen, it gets boring as shit. Oh, like, you yeah. know, I, I like lifting weights. I like doing stuff, but again, same thing, you know, I As love all those things. Yeah. Yeah. But having jujitsu is like, well, I want to make my game better in jujitsu. So now these other things are components of it. So if I run, you know, it's helping my overall cardio. Right. If I lift weights, it helps me with my joint health and helps me with my overall strength and, you know, endurance, that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. So mm -hmm. it's all components. So it keeps the other things interesting. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. It's all to help your game. You're, you did. I, yeah, I'm with you. That's, yeah. I, it gives you better like, your overall jujitsu game. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If yeah. you have a goal, like, I don't yeah. want to get my ass tapped out again. No. <laughs> yep. Like, that's, you come in and he's like, learn real quick. I don't want to get my ass tapped out yet again by the same guy. Like, maybe if I have a little more endurance, I could focus more on my technique then. Yeah. It is great, though, when you are like there is that like when you do start seeing like when you're going with a guy, especially early on where it's like, man, you know, he got me like a couple times. And then the next time he gets you like maybe the first time he got you three times, next time he gets you two. Yep. Then next time he gets you one. Yep. Then you're breaking even. And then it's a <laughs> fucking go. Yeah. Like, yep. exactly. I'll tell you, that's the addiction that gets people. But, but that's motivating. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, big, yeah. like. Dude, you take that with you. And that's inspiring, too, when you're in the right? yeah. Like, you're like, God damn, that guy caught me with this. Next, like, you remember it. Man, if I would have done this next time. And then you get back in. The body like, shot you really remember. Right? Right? <laughs> Forget those. That's for sure. Yeah. That means. Yeah. But, uh, okay. So, <laughs> it, oh, the body shot you'll never forget. Okay. Uh, I remember some solid liver kicks that uh, took me a minute to collect my thoughts. I, uh, I remember think life pissing blood for five days. <laughs> my wife's like. You need to go to the doctor. No, I don't. I've been down this road before. It'll pass. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, <laughs> but it'll pass. Yeah, because the I you know you damage something, so yeah. it would. You're going to the bathroom. It would get thicker. Ooh. Yeah. And then it's like passing a freaking pebble. Oh. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the blood. Yeah. And oh, I didn't yeah. realize you can end up with clots like that. I was like, I've been here before. <laughs> you hear me in the bathroom? Like, what is the matter? I'm like, oh, you're crying. You're <laughs> Yeah. 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 Fine. but you yeah. learn real quick when that happens you're all right i'm protecting that oh yeah. yeah absolutely yeah i remember when i was doing mitts with harry one time i don't know if, like i have a, my teeth are all fucked up but i have a chipped tooth here because i kept going to, like we were going over body shots and i kept throwing a left to the bot or a yeah or left to the body and he was like if you don't cover your face i'm like He's like, I'm gonna fucking let you have it. Like, you gotta cover with it. the pads on. Yeah, with yeah. the pads. And then he's like, if you don't keep this, you're right up when you go. If you don't keep it protected, like I'm gonna, I warned you. You know, <laughs> like we did it. Like we were going on the mitts, and then later I did it, and it was here, and he just went bam with the pad. Yeah. And I was like, shit, my fucking tooth. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? You fucking learn. Yeah. Like, hey man, you're only one lady. You learn that lesson. Uh, he wasn't patient that way. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but you know, you you gotta learn quick in the in that game for sure. So okay, so you come in here, it's like 2010-ish. Yep. You had lost some weight, so you're bad. looking to keep yourself motivated and stay healthy. So you see, like, and I think that's a general interest in this place, Rich. Did you find that out? Yeah. Where people are like, I just kind of want to do something else to stay active, right? And I always then, said something happened in their life that made them. It's either something happened in a in, in some type of confrontation, yeah. and it made them feel uncomfortable, or they got out by the skin of their teeth. But they knew, like, shit, if this would have went a little bit yeah. longer, my ass is done. Yeah. Or they have a health scare. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's not because he was like, hey, I want to work on the uh, the guns and the buns. <laughs> I, want, I want to look better in a pair of jeans and a T-shirt. You know, so I'm not going to share that. I have. I'm not going to share that. <laughs> okay, we won't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, is there any way I can? <laughs> is there any way I can fill out these jeans yeah, in the yeah. backside better? Oh yeah, yeah. do jujitsu. Yeah, 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 that's great for <laughs> you. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look like you have two basketballs in there. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so yeah. you got co- you come in. Which way from the frontage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about the rest of you. But, yeah, man. So okay, so you come in right, and I'll tell. This is. I, I always like to hear this because I remember when I first came, like I had been to like boxing gyms and stuff before, but I, there is a different feel to an MMA gym, especially because there's wrestling and jujitsu and whatnot, you know, but so what was your first idea when you came in here? And then what did you, after coming in here, like initially know, like, cause I'll tell you, I think everyone comes in here guns blazing, yeah. right? Like they think like, like how, resumes, we've all heard resumes, <laughs> right? I've seen many resumes. Oh, yeah. my God, the resumes. But what was your initial thoughts coming in? So coming in, I mean, I'd done, like I said, I'd kind of been a little obsessed about jiu-jitsu ahead of time, but never trained. It just kind of was interested. So I knew kind of what to expect, but yeah. still wasn't even remotely what I, what happened. Yeah. But, you know, again, I've talked to Rich, but every other person comes here with the idea of like, hey, um, yeah, I want to take boxing and no gi. Yeah. Um, and uh, maybe fight in the cage one time. Yeah. And Rich looks at me and goes, that's awesome. Here's a gi. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was that's great. That's true. Oh, here's a gi. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the truth, man. That's it. And yeah. rightfully so. Like, right. Listen, I mean, if I'm going again, same deal. Go to the doctor. I'm not going to be like, "Hey, doc, well, this is a better way to do it." As opposed to the guys who've been doing it for 30 years. Like, true. how about you know, seeing a couple people come through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many times someone's told me. Oh, that. oh yeah. Oh, I get the people that don't. I, I don't want to wear a gi. Yeah. I see all the no gi stuff, yeah. and I go, "Look, that's fine and dandy. I love yeah, it it's too. Great, I love no gi. That is a different way of grappling. Later on down the road, you, yeah. can, you can go down. Learn in the gi first. It's yeah. gonna. That's that's gonna. Well, what what? Why are you so against when I feel uncomfortable? And it's usually somebody who's bigger. Yeah, they yeah. feel like I just can't. You can't use your size, right? Yeah. You feel like yep. you're getting tied up. Yeah. It, you know, it's swelling you up. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. hard. Yes, that's, that's correct. That's all the above. Yeah. That's yes. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. It puts everybody on a level playing field. Yes. Oh, geez. Yeah. So that more than others. when you ask them, you break <laughs> it down. It's not, oh, well, I just prefer because they have no experience. No. No. They just go. Well, I feel like I have more freedom in no gi. Yes, you're correct. Yes, yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. The gi is going to that's going to fix all that. It's going to make things correct. You're going to do things correct. And look, at a certain point, then move on. Yeah. And you can do both. Yeah, I feel absolutely. like. Absolutely. I mean, like I don't know. I feel like with the gi, it's it is almost a different game. 
right? It is different. It's like you have more chess pieces. You know what I mean? Like it, like with the with Nogi, there's a ton of shit going on. Yeah. But like, dude, like how fucking awful is it when someone grabs your sleeve? You know, like Got it's your a, collar. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's a million things that you can do in Gyo Nogi. I don't know. That's what I. That's what my thought. The groups make all the difference in the world. Uh, Those connection points are huge. I mean, yeah. I trained with guys that were doing it from the time they were little. Yeah. Baby geese. And like when they, I mean, their grips, and I remember training with them and asking, I'm like, man, you're like, your grips are so good. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ah, I've known since I'm in five or six. That's all I know. You yeah. know what I mean? But you yep. take the gee off, and to them, that felt a little awkward. But they would be able to make that adjustment within a week or two. Yep. That's, yeah. they're, they're just using the gee. That is, you know, they could have their eyes closed. That's their connection. Yeah. They can, you know what I mean? Exactly. So that's how they feel. They feel through that movement. It's it's almost like an electrical circuit, yes. yeah. right? So you know, I would say grappling. You can grapple blindfolded. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. you know, no gi. You use more of your legs to make that because it's longer. So you ha- you use that to make more of the connection. Yeah. Um, and you can feel how somebody moves in the gi. You're using the material to feel how they move yeah. and how their body changes. Yeah. You know, and that's the difference. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like too, if you go like, I mean, in my experience, at least being a lower level guy, when I go with a higher level guy, they have like their they, like it's they use the key more to put you into places that you didn't know you were gonna go. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, like oh, like it's like sweep city. You know yeah, they I mean? got they guide you. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Which is great. Hey, Amen. Yeah, oh, but also, if you didn't want key, you ain't gonna learn none of that shit. You're like, yeah, I, I, not I, at that level. I think. I think. If you look at all the guys that are, are for the most part, um, world champions, they all have an extensive gi background. Yeah, yeah. There is a few out there um, that have gotten to that that world level without yeah. it. Um, but for the most part, you're looking at a wide range, all solid gi guys. They might not compete in the gi, mm-hmm. but they're all solid in the gi. Yeah. I, you know, there's you, you hear the. You hear the um, the arguments. I just think I would rather be really good at everything yeah. than 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 just great at one thing. Same. If I put a gi on, for the most part, I might have a better no gi game. Yep. But for the most part, I can I can be very competitive in the gi, very competitive no gi. If we add striking to it and we add that end of it, because that's a whole nother. Di- yep. I can be very comfortable doing that. So I go. I would rather be good at everything than great at one thing because. Right. Yep. You can adjust, and I think that's what the gi does. It allows you. You wouldn't think that you would need that, but when you start having somebody grabbing and holding your wrist, and they know how to hold, like you're yeah. basically using the same way to get rid of that as you would the gi yeah. for the most part, yeah. and bringing your legs into play too to get rid of some of those grips. So, yeah. you know, it's stuff that you develop as a as a young person coming up, learning in the gi first. To be able to make those those adjustments, get rid of those grips, yep. regain better grips yourself, and so forth. Yeah, all of the L's connection points. It's yes, just, and it's it all makes. I mean, it makes total sense. I mean, listen, as I came in, I was like, "Yeah, I want to do boxing and no gi." Here's a gi, and yep. I love. I mean, I love the gi today. It's just that's where my schedule allows me to be mostly, but yeah. I still love no gi yeah. just as much. Yep. I mean, it's. But when you train no gi, it's not a big deal. You're like, oh, yeah, you just go out like a normal day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just yeah. you know, it's somebody give somebody a gi that never trained in the gi before. They could be doing no gi for ten years. Yep. Put a gi on. Yeah. They're not going to be that good. Yeah. That it's amazing that material. And then people go, hey, out on the street, people are going to be walking around in a gi, but they are going to be walking around with a sweatshirt on. They're going to be walking oh, around with a jacket yeah, on. Yeah. Like it's it's it it, it can happen. Yeah. So also, it helps you expand your game with no exactly. gi anyway. 
Like it's all part of the gimmick. Look, you know? I, 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 I worked in clubs and doing security and all that. You know, many people I wrapped up with a hoodie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hoodies are great to wrap people oh, up yeah. with. <laughs> yeah. Wrap them up with that, choke them with it, yeah. and then put them out there to wake up. Like, out, on the, <laughs> out on the front lawn of the place. You had too much to drink, you passed out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, I have to play life decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you urinate it yourself. <laughs> you might want to get that taken care of, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, gotta yeah. cut down on the drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're not drinking when you wake up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, okay, so you're here. It's like you just start coming in. You get the gee. You're, I mean, you know, you're, I, dude, you probably, what, like 40, 50 pounds heavier than yeah. you are now? Something yep. like that. Unbelievable. That's one thing me and Richard said, and you, we were talking about too, a uh, before and after, man. Yeah. If yeah. we did before and afters, oh, forget it. Yeah, I'll, I'll share a picture, a before picture. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> I like to refer to him as Fat JR. He's, he's a pretty jolly guy, very warm in the winter. It was nicer. Yeah. Currently, I get colder in the winter, which kind of sucks. Yeah. But Fat JR was a jollier guy. Yeah. So. yeah. Two inches taller with the hairy hat. <laughs> so, okay. So you're coming in, you're doing jujitsu, you're yep. doing Muay Thai. And then uh, you did Muay Thai for like 10 years, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You yeah, were pretty heavy into that. But you then, as you would move on more towards, like, I would say jujitsu would be more towards, like, where you would aim your stuff. What was, like, coming up, did you remember, like, a specific time where you're like, this has elevated my game? Or, like, this is a memory I think of when I go back to, like, I learned this the hard way or something like that? That's a lot of those memories. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things learned the hard way. Yeah, you know, I remember um, in particular Steve Snodgrass. Yeah, he, <laughs> he would when I was a blue belt, he tormented me. I joke about this today. He tormented me to my blue belt years because yeah. he would ole past me, side control north south, and arm bar me on the far side Jeez. every time. And he's got a good arm bar. Oh, fantastic arm bar! And he would, every time there was not a damn thing I could do about it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so that I was like, okay, this is not going to happen today. Oh, oh crap! Happen yeah. again. And when they're walking through it, I'm going to arm bar you. Yep. <laughs> Just stepping through it. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my safe spot so yeah, yeah. do you know how many times i've been like where's my safe word yeah yeah so but i would but did you get the progression of like okay he got it right away this time yep. and he did it four times and then three times and a lot you know exactly and that's the progression you got to it where it's and then eventually though you would start teaching classes correct right? yeah okay were you so I remember, I mean, Rich, you want to talk about the story we talked about the other day where you had you kind of had to revert to basics because there was a time when you were being taught stuff that was way ahead of the level you were at. And then your basics were kind of lacking. Right. Do you remember that, Rich? Uh, yeah, without. <laughs> so he was coming up in the beginner class and then we had um, you know, sometimes. People want to give more. They see people right, and they yeah. go, "Oh, I want to." And you, you see know, stuff on TV, and they're like, <laughs> "I think, I think this group, even though they're beginners, they, you know, zero to six months training, I, I, I want to show them this." Mm-hmm. And what that does is just create bad habits. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Learn how to mount. Learn how to X choke. Yep. Learn how to arm bar. Guard. Learn how to pass. Yep. Learn how to sweep. You know, learn how to triangle somebody, learn how to like all the basic stuff. But sometimes that becomes monotonous when you've got one group after another, after another, and you get certain instructors that go, Hey, I want to, I want, I want to make it more fun. They, they're they not purposely doing it, but where they're at and where the new people are at, 
they're thinking, hey, I could teach them this. Yeah. They're going to engage in this. They're going to love it. Yeah. It's going to, it's really going to get the juices flowing. Yeah. They don't realize it just confuses them. Yeah. yeah. They yeah, look they, at that and go, what the freak? Did he, what? Yeah. Way too big of a jump. Yep. And you find a lot of younger people tend to do that. Yeah. And my thing is, were you taught that way? No, you weren't. Yeah. The, the people try and reinvent the wheel. Yep. It's not broke. Don't. Don't worry about trying to fix it. Yeah. Just do it. As the instructor, you have to make that fun to want to learn those. Yeah. Just like kids, you create games and, yeah. and 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 things for them to do. You make it fun so they want to keep getting better at those basics and then putting those simple basic techniques together in common, you know, in combination. It's like, look, if somebody mounts somebody and I go, they could be sitting on them, they could be mounted on their chest, yep. and it looks like mount to everybody. But if they have no pressure and they're loose on the top and yeah, nothing, you can feel that as it's useless, but it looks like now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of things they're doing wrong yeah. just in the way they're posturing in that mount position yeah. that, you know, to the untrained eye, it looks the same to, you know, yeah. to the trained eye, you go, oh shit, look at all these gaps, yeah. right? And that's from a lack of fundamentals. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, that's, you got to slow things up. Sometimes people go, oh yeah, I got mount. I'm sitting on his chest. I got it. <laughs> yeah. It's mount. Yeah. That's it. And that's how they look at it. Very basic, very simple. They don't look at all the nuances to it. Yeah. And then you kind of, it's by feel. You Some of the stuff is just putting somebody there, going through the basic positions, um, and then emphasizing um, a lot of the fundamentals there. And then just drilling it over and over again. What I would do is walk around when we do mount and someone tells me they got a good mount and they're on top and the other person, they're pummeling and pummeling. I would walk by and just grab their belt and try and yank them off. Yeah. If they were not glued to the person, I would just rip them right off. Yep. So if somebody was very loose on top, yeah. you'd be surprised. They'll just I just come by and grab their belt real quick and just throw them off. And I'm like, yo, it's not, you're not doing hundred percent. You may be doing 25%. Yep. Yeah. But it just goes to show you, you're not stuck. Now, other people I go and do that to, they don't even know I'm coming up on them. And they're stuck to that person like a booger on a doorknob. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it, it, but but they're 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 using everything, right? Yeah. And it looks like they're doing the same thing, yeah. right? Yeah. First buns and guns, now booger on a doorknob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So then, okay. you're So like you're saying, you're, you know, you got tortured through your blue belt years, but you have a real, like, I, I, I don't know, you kind of, and I think everybody that's, that's in here kind of is that like mental set of like, this is just what I do now, right? Like, yep. it can't yeah. be just like, no. hey, this is a, I did this once. Like, no, if you want to do this, this is something yeah. you do now. Exactly. And this is now forever, right? So I, I always thought this when, you know, I mean, you can be taught a bunch of things, but. I think to teach yourself stuff, it's if you start teaching, you learn so much more yeah. from teaching, right? So you then started to pick up teaching classes, right? Were you teaching at the old place too, or no, just here? Just here. Okay. So and you, and you started with the kids, right? So I started. So actually, what happened was, um, I think I was around a brown belt at the time, yeah. and um, I got injured, like pretty bad injury. So oh, shit. um, I got I tore actually a nerve root coming out of my spine. Wow. And it kind of it shut down a, like my tricep, shut oh. down part of my chest, like yeah, my damn. joint. It was like a hot fire poker in my spine yeah. for like. It, was this from lifting or no? It was yeah. training. I just training and did something stupid and yeah. didn't realize it till like yeah. after the fact. Usually wear and tear. It's yeah, usually exactly. nothing. It wasn't, it wasn't anything specific. Yeah, just one of those things like it's you know, when you blood and knee, like 
it's, it's something small. So I'm never saving a box of kittens. It's yeah. always like yeah, I'm yeah. tripping over the cat. So kind of just same situation. It was yeah. like, I went home, I had like a hot fire poker in my spine. Yeah. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't move my arm. It was crazy. So they eventually figured out with neurologists and all this kind of crap, what it was. And the neurologist actually told me I'm well, done training. He's like, you're done, dude. Like that's it. Back to the proctologist. Exactly. <laughs> that was plan B. Well, you know, I've already been there. <laughs> what do you mean? I got a punch card. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I was like, so I'm like, well, shit. So you know, I'm like, and you know, my God love my wife because she puts up with so much shit. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think we could all say that. So I go home <laughs> and I'm like, I'm dive back doctor i'm like taking all my geese throwing like putting yeah. them in a fucking pile yeah. and, you're fucking and i'm like i'm fucking done i'm yeah. like this and she's like you know she goes walks she kind of walks in so i'm like taking them like outside she's like comes actually like you done yeah yeah i'm like just about yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you done throwing your temper tantrum exactly yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> So women, yeah. <laughs> he said that not me. Yeah, <laughs> we'll cut so, so <laughs> he can't edit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so then I text Rich. I'm like, hey, I'm hurt. I don't know when I'll be back. Not three seconds later, my phone rings. Yeah, I'm like, did you get yelled at me? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He goes, hey, listen, I need hurt. It sucks. Part of life. Yeah, you know, it's part of this. Part of it. Part of the game. Listen, part, you want to be active. It's part of it. Whatever. Great. He's why don't you come in and help me teach while you recover? I'm like, never really thought about that, but okay, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. So then I came in. I couldn't really train because I was I had no you like my no strength in my left arm. Like I went from able to do 100 push-ups. I couldn't even hold myself up anymore. Oh shit. Yeah, it was it was insane. Fuck. Okay, so then you're you're so you're just like you're recovering while teaching. Exactly. Right? And he and Rich even told me he's like, listen, this will get better. Yeah. He's like, just you got to just stay engaged. Stay engaged. stay engaged the whole time. And I was yeah. like. All right, so then helps with your motivation. I completely mentally it keeps you it keeps you focused, it keeps you there. You're 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 going to get a lot from just helping out and oh teaching. You know, and then before you know it, you're you're training your mind. Yes. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. And that's the difference. Yeah. It's not just a physical thing, it's a mental thing, and that's yes. the biggest part. Yeah. That's why I told him. I said, Look, I was down there, I had I had neck surgery, I had three levels yep. replaced. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Other yeah. people have been there. I mean, I had it bad. I had you know, um, a drop arm, I yep. drop hand from the nerve damage yeah. yep. and years and years of just abuse. I yeah. wouldn't say I could, I should have took care of it 10 years prior to, exactly. you know, all that stuff happening, but you don't, you just yeah. keep going is what it is. You're I didn't like, think ah, about it. Go away. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> I remember getting stingers after, after wrestling from my feet and getting stingers in my arm to where I could barely move my hand. Yeah. And I just sit on the side for like a hot burning, yeah. you know, yeah. poker. And, um, I would wait a couple minutes and it would come out. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. And I'd be back training again. Like it was just, I got so used to it. in football, very yeah. common yeah. with stingers. So people yeah. know like, yeah. Oh shit. They all of a sudden yeah, they huge. get that and then everything comes back and they feel good again. And they're fine. But over time, you're constantly doing that. You go years, years down the road, yeah. two decades. And then yeah. before you know it, <laughs> all that repetitiveness. Yeah. So, you know, I just told him I've been through it. I know yeah. this is what's going to happen. I was there. This is what you got to do. Yeah. And truly, and, truly kept me engaged. Like, yeah. I mean, who knows if I would have wandered off or like you know, just sat out and like not done anything. Who, who the hell knows? Yeah. Does. I was going to give advice. <laughs> I know people, you might listen, you might not, but I'm going to give you some advice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> take it what, take what you want. Yep. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm with you. Man. So then, okay. So then you started teaching. I'll tell you this, man. You got, you're, you're like, I love when you teach class. You do a great job. But I think too, 
It's partial. I'm for that. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I'll tell you, this has been told to me before where I think it was Josh or, or, or Mike Foreman came up to me. They're like, dude, someone came up to me after class and said, oh, you teach a class just like Matt does. And I was like, yeah, well, I teach a class just like fucking Rich does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. I teach so, like Rich does. Exactly, right? <laughs> so it's like you kind of learn from what you know, you know, exactly. but you, you're able to teach and like you've taught the kids and stuff too. Yep. But that's like, I think, Rich, did you recognize like, you were at a brown belt at the time of the injury so many years and and like so much work and time and everything coming into that and it, was that like in your thought when you said like hey let's start teaching now right it's like quitting high school or college your senior year yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly it doesn't you already put all the work in exactly. it does not make sense you know cross the finish line yeah, you know? yeah and then you're gonna stay with it yeah you yeah, know really? that's kind of what it was and look i've done it with other people too yeah. you know it's the same thing knee injuries shoulder injuries yep. Look, get the surgery, come in here and sit on the side, yeah. take notes, watch class, yeah. help me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the, you can, there's always somebody here you can help. I, even if you're like a, a, a blue belt, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, you could be a white belt, a couple stripes, you can train a certain amount of time. You could sit on the side, you can help out with other people. You've already exactly. been through a, a portion of the journey. Yeah. So sometimes people just need reassurance. Like, oh, I was there six months ago. I know yes. exactly what yeah. you're going yeah. to. Exactly. Yeah. And that's all people need. Then they're fine. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Plus, dude, I'll tell you one of the things and like when I when I was living in the city and I had to stop coming here like and, and like they talk about in the NFL all the time the thing you miss the most is the locker room yeah right? like you miss the community yeah, it's absolutely. a community here like that it's you huge. needed to be a part of because that keeps you engaged just as much if not more. oh absolutely yeah, you know? completely. It's a community that's built here, and you got you're a big part of it, man. I'll say it, you know, and I think everybody knows. Appreciate it. that. He yeah. found he found his niche in life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not proctology. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's what it does, and then think about it. you're here. Yeah, you're taking a, a different role, um, but yet you're going. Hey, wow! I've actually gotten better. Yeah. That's what he said. After he got back and he was able to start training again, he goes, I can't believe it. Like, I felt yeah. like I lost nothing. Yes. I actually made gains. Yeah. I, yeah that's, I could, that was exactly true. I was, I was telling Matt earlier. I was like, if you can, if you can articulate jujitsu or anything to somebody who has no idea what the top out the topic, it just makes yeah. you better. I remember in the beginning, Agreed. I'd be like, okay, just move your hand there. And the guy'd be like, somebody looking at me like, what? Yeah. I'd have to like sit down and like show them. And now yeah. I can explain it. Yeah. Yeah. But also it helps your understanding too, because I can look. You know, when I started, I'd look at something and the instructor would show it, Rich would show it, and I'd be like, I got this. I'd walk two feet over to my partner. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> just blank out. Blank. Yeah. But today I can take it, I can retain it, I can reproduce it, and then also, you know, rearticulate to somebody else. Yeah. So which I think is amazing yeah. skill to have. Oh, the best dude, the best. I and, think, yeah. And yeah. whatever your struggle was, like your struggle might have been different than what my struggle was. Yeah. And you go, hey, I had problems learning this move, doing yep. this. And you know how I got it? I figured it out this way. Yeah, exactly. So they could learn the technique the same way, but then you could help them through it because you're like, hey, I noticed you're kind of struggling. Like I was struggling. Yeah. Do it this way. I think it might help you out a little bit. And that's that's kind of, you know, I was told a long time ago, it's hard to be wrong in jujitsu. Mm -hmm. It's hard to be wrong <laughs> in jujitsu, right? That's a great point. Yeah. So, yes. When you're doing a certain technique, a triangle, obviously, I have to have my legs connected correctly. Yeah. I have to have the correct pressure and so forth. But how I got there and how I set it up yeah. changes. Yeah. When I finish, the finish is always the same, right? Yeah. But how I got there is going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the same thing. You might get somebody there. 
they might need, maybe need a slightly different pathway in yeah. order to get to that finish yeah. the finish the right way. Yes. Body types, different flexibility. Yes. So there's so many variables to what, you know, to a position for somebody that, you know, I always say to, to everybody, the newer people, especially like, listen, you know, we could teach you the same three people, the same thousand or hundred moves. Yes. They're all going to adopt them differently. Yep. Yeah. Their game is going to be different and how they interpret them is going to be different. You start, oh, yeah. you start to see that about purple belt. Yep. Like where people start developing a style. That's why I tell you, you, you don't teach styles. You no. teach jujitsu. Yeah. Yes. That's, exactly that's right. what you teach. Yeah. They will adapt their own style to their, their strengths and their weaknesses. Exactly. Um, you know, if you're a flexible person or a non-flexible person, you're strong, you're explosive. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to take and create your own game around all those basic techniques you learn. When you see, people teaching styles yeah. i go that's a system with inside a system exactly you know what i mean that yeah. that not everyone can do that yeah, yeah. exactly you're yeah. going to end up with a shortcoming yeah that's absolutely. what's going to happen yeah. and a lot of times you know you're building a, a house on a deck of cards yeah. yes exactly yeah. and and that's where the problems come you see it like as people start get again getting to that purple belt level they're training about four or five years now yeah and now they're hitting that rocky road where you could have ups and downs. And a yeah. lot of times you go back to your basics yep. and fix them. Yeah. And if your basics aren't that solid, they're not easy fixes. No. Yeah, no. So sometimes when stuff is like um, confusing and there's this long road and you're like, oh, you got to do all this extra stuff. That might not be what you need. You yeah. need to simplify things make them to where you can apply them right away. Exactly. And it's always like, that's the general basics, yeah. simple, easy to use, yeah. just drill the shit out of them. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, and it's you different know. for different people. Yeah. You're exactly, exactly right. It's, the moves are the same, right? You're going to, Hey, if you do an armbar, you better grab it this way, but you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that's all going to be the same, but the way your body type can do it is going to yeah. be different for every person. Exactly. And you're exactly right. And that's, they have to develop their own style. They have to yeah. develop their yeah. own style. And that's going to, that's going to come naturally. Now, as you get somebody, maybe you're a tall, lanky person yeah. and they move kind of similar to you, same flexibility. Same, you can look and go, Hey, you know, I had success this way. I noticed you kind of move like I do. Yep. This could help you out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you're not going to get some short, stubby, stiff guy and go, Hey, <laughs> you know, I'm a tall, lanky guy. Yeah. And, and, and maybe this, no, you let them, Stick with the base. They're going to figure out something exactly. yeah. and that's going to, that's going to work for them. They'll make the adjustments just through training. Yeah. You know, um, you take, um, Hodger Gracie, like in, 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 the, in the peak of his, of his career. I mean, he's finishing guys in Mount. Nobody ever, ever, nobody <laughs> was finishing guys in Mount. Yeah. And he finished with a simple X choke that you learn as a white belt. Yeah. People are like, how's he doing it? He position trained the shit out of that yeah, position yeah. to where you couldn't get on. I think in his last, his his last uh, IBJF Worlds, um, I, it was either like four or five former black belt world champions. He finished with mount and an X choke, really? which people amazing? are like, nobody at black like belt gets finished in an X choke. Yeah, yeah. But I go, that's the same thing. If someone said, oh. No, black belts don't get finished in guillotines either. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. That's not true That's either. True. Exactly. It's who's applying them and how efficient are they? He worked the shit out of that position, yep. that mount, pass to mount, which nobody was doing at the time. Yeah. And he he was stuck on you. You yeah. could not get rid of him. Oh, yeah. And he, he, I mean, his technique was just beautiful. Yeah. And that is all the basics. That's as basic as it can get. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're learning that 
the first month you're training. Exactly. That's yeah. one of the most com- most common, most basic positions. Yes. And one of the most effective. And people blow it off like, ah, I'll never use exactly. that. It's exactly. an X choke. I'll never get to that. Yep. No, but because they don't understand how to hold the position. Yeah. Yeah. They just, yeah. Now you're starting to see people revisit it yep. because of Gordon Ryan. Mm-hmm. So you're probably taking, you know, I'm going to go out. There. I mean, there's a lot of good guys, but I'm probably saying Hydra Gracie, Gordon Ryan, probably the two best guys yep. ever coming from the same organization. Yeah. You know, yep. John Daniger, who's his head coach, another former Henzo Gracie black belt. Yeah. But, there's something to say about the way Henzo instructs and teaches yeah. that had an influence on his instructors and then yeah. the way they instruct and their students. Yep. So there's a lot of good guys out there and you know, like Hodger and Gordon are proven guys. And like I said, yeah. you know, I, because of Henzo, but I say they're probably the two best guys in the world ever really? yeah. in jujitsu, both guys, very good mount, yeah. which is not common. Yeah. Very yeah. good mount. And and very good finishers. Yep. High rate of finishing. Yeah. Hey, exactly. Yeah, right. they, basics. 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 If you're great at the basics. Hey, man. I remember there was a guy when I was in high school. His name was Mark Smith. Right. And he was known as the headlock king. And if you wrestle, yeah. headlock's like one of the first things you learn. Yep. Everybody knows the headlock. But this kid, he could hit it from anywhere. Yeah. And he was like, this was his thing. He trained headlock, headlock, headlock. And he broke the state record for pins. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yep. You know, like, it's just, it is what it is. With a, with a headlock. With a headlock. With a headlock with and pinning. Head. Exactly. Yep. And it's because it's so basic. But if you work, 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 work. Exactly and know, it. And you can get it from anywhere, do it from any position. You can become just incredible. It, at it. But exactly. you need to know other things, too. I remember Henzo telling me, um, um, Kimura... The the original Japanese man who created it and his yeah. name the move was named different. Finnish people while he, they're mounted on him, hitting a Kimura, and I'm thinking in my head, how is he doing yeah. that? Because yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. But incredible technique. Yeah, you know he's probably a guy that was like me, five ten, 185 pounds, so a stocky build. Yeah. But he's hitting a Kimura while being mounted. That's- Unreal. It's incredible, but he he got that technique to where he yeah. could hit it anywhere, and it was so good yeah. that he was finishing guys. And he knew how to put like like I feel like is it making is like body placement part of that as well? Oh, absolutely, yeah. so it all like, goes hand in hand. Must, so when you're saying like train the positioning, he he knew a hundred million different ways to put you in that position to just jump right on yeah. that. Well, and he had an answer for every position. Yeah. So he took that Kimura and he hit it standing. He could hit it from side control. But he figured out, hey, if I get mounted, can I still hit this technique? And he worked yeah. it. I would have never done that. I've been like, oh, let me get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm on the bottom being <laughs> mounted. Be. So <laughs> things to think about, you know, like, hey, he he had an answer for that. Yeah. And I think you don't need to have 20 submissions. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, you need to have just a small handful. Yep. And a I, good understanding of position and yep. control. Yeah. And you're going to hit one of those yeah. right it's yeah. just a small handful you need yeah i always go go with the most common ones right go with what works go so what works. Yeah. you know your guillotine and all your variations of head yeah. and arm chokes very common you can hit them anywhere yeah right exactly. the kimura i can not only hit the kimura but i can also hit a straight arm lock off mm-hmm. of that very it's a it, it, in a lot of different positions i can hit it anywhere yep. triangle pretty much hit it anywhere yep. back mount side control exactly. guard Pretty much anywhere and high rate of finish, right? Exactly. Yeah. So you take them with the position and and you put them together. Yep. 
And there you go. You don't need a lot. You just have to have a good understanding of position and 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 um, a handful of good finishes where people know you're going to do it, but they can't stop you. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So good out there, they can't stop you. Exactly. The position does that. Exactly. If you have, if your position's tight enough, you make them so uncomfortable. Yes. They want to be finished. Yeah. Oh yeah. They want to oh, be yeah. out of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're like, yeah, just finish me. Let's you, get this over with. You were doing that, and you did it the other day too, where we showed like if you're in top position, put the fucking chest on their head, yeah, let them have it. Okay, right. They're not, they're not. They're not. They're not. Like it there. You got to make it uncomfortable for them. If yeah. you're trying to be super nice, and I'm not saying be be a dick. Yeah, I'm yeah, just right. saying. Make it uncomfortable. Exactly. You're the boss when you're there. And you then you're going to start to see different things. You're going to get a different reaction out of them. That's going to open things up. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. You want to take simplicity. Like I was going, when people watch videotapes, they were all meant as a review sure, of right. something you're exactly. doing right. to kind of hone in and say, yeah. okay, this is what I'm doing. I know people that that's all they do. I don't, I, I couldn't do it. I just, you know, yeah. but that's what they do. Yeah. But with that, um, you know, you cannot see and feel how much pressure or how fast the person's moving, whether I'm breaking tape down for, uh, for a, a match yep. or for a fight, whether it be striking, you can never determine the pressure, the strength or the yep. speed at which they move. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're right. Exactly. You're hundred percent right. So, right. so there are the two things or three things that you you can never see on a tape. So when yeah. I, people watch the tape, they end up if it's if, if they're watching something that's way more advanced than where they're at, that's the part that they're missing. Yeah, yeah. And they're never going to understand that. They're just seeing the move, and that's why I brought up mount in the beginning. You can be sitting on somebody's chest, yeah, not know what the hell you're doing, and it looks like mount yeah. to an untrained eye. Yeah, yeah. but somebody knows what they're doing, you're going to, they're going to be praying. Like when I did it to you guys, the other day, you can feel the pressure. It's uncomfortable. Oh, big time. You see it right in their face, right? <laughs> There's a big difference. Oh, <laughs> if I would put somebody else on you, I said, Oh yeah, that's Mount. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's Mount. Yeah. Yeah. It I looks exactly. like it, but it's, yeah, yeah. You're exactly right. The applied pressure and like, yeah. position, you're hundred yes. percent right. I had that so, exact question from somebody the other night about their mount. Oh, why is my mount work? Why am I getting bumped off? I, I feel like every time I, and I watched the match ahead of time when they were training, they kept getting reversed, reversed. Yep. Why is it happening? Same exact reason. No pressure. Yep. You look yeah. like you're in mount, yeah. but you're posted up on your hands, like we have a lot of press. Spread out, spread yep. out. feet tight to the hips. Like you gotta be glued exactly. And that just take that's training. That's yes. time. There's no everybody talks about invisible jujitsu. No, invisible jujitsu is just time on the mat. It's experience. Yes. Regardless of how athletic you are, yes. you need time on the mat to hone those skills and to get to, to get a true understanding. Yeah. You know, there's no other way around it. I always go like people train long enough. You know, you're five, six, seven years, things start to even out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. So you get somebody, man, they learn real quick. Two years, they're freaking setting the world on fire. Yep. Yeah. But there's going to be a point where they're going to slow up. And the person who learns a little bit slower took their time, they're going to eventually catch up. And that yeah. could be at like five years. And I'm going with people training regular, yeah. you know, yeah. three, four times a, a week. Yeah. They're all, they're both training consistently. That person will catch up. It's yeah. just going to take them a little bit longer, yeah. but they will. You start getting somebody five to seven years. Yeah, things start evening out a little bit now. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, okay, we are coming towards the top of time, though. But before we get out of here, I mean, Rich, you and me are usually on the same page with this. But, JR, we would love to have you back on. You'd be willing to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll talk about that proctology. Let us know how that goes. So, uh, before we get going, I did want to ask, what is right now, what is the thing you love the most about Jiu-Jitsu? Can you say, or could you, could you like quantify it into one sentence? Honestly, not one. I yeah. mean, I love jujitsu. I mean, yeah. the reality of it is 
I like, I like the training. Yeah. You know, I, I love going live and, you know, I love making mistakes and learning from them. Oh, dude. I love, I love the biggest, I guess the biggest one being learning. Yeah. It, it's always evolving. It's Keep always changing. Yeah, you exactly. never, never stop. All the years I've been doing it, I always go, I, I still learn something new. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, a different, different approach. Yeah. It's, it's, different, different, it's evolving. Different everything. It's, it's, you know, it's like, okay, hey, I got, you know, Never look at your losses in training. Like in no. here, we're training here. We're all training yeah, partners. But it's not a loss. No, it's a, no you learn from it. Don't don't yeah. get butt hurt about yeah, it because yeah, yeah. oh, this guy tapped me because he got you know. Listen, no, leave the ego at the door. Exactly. Like just you know, how many times like I got my ass beat over the uh, years just from like, and I've stopped learning to make as many mistakes. Still make them. Right. Still gonna get submitted. Still gonna get you know these things happen. Like yeah. this is the part of journey of learning. And yeah. It's that's that the journey. So yeah, I just I love everything that the whole aspect of jiu-jitsu, the community of it, as you yeah. mentioned earlier. It's, yeah. These are all important things. Yep. It's amazing. I mean, just look what it's done for your life, man. You know, like oh, yeah. it's almost like I wouldn't say giving you purpose because you had plenty of purpose before that. Yeah. But I mean, provided you a path to go down to to bring you happiness and fulfillment and learning and stuff exactly. like that. And that's incredible. That is exactly. like what else can do that? Exactly. Once you get to a purple belt, I feel like you'll be doing it the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. Unlike anything else, you'll be you'll be learning. Yeah. You have a great group of friends that just grows and grows. Oh, yeah. Um, it's networking. It's yeah. a great networking yeah, business absolutely. wise. Absolutely. It's great networking. It's like going, it's like going networking before in business would be going and playing golf. Yeah. Now <laughs> it's, it's doing jujitsu and maybe golf. Yeah. Right. So both allow you to interact with somebody, you have common goals, whether I'm getting better at golf yeah. or I'm doing jujitsu yeah. on the mat with them, but, and you have common interest. And and other common things that come into play, but it's great networking that way. Yeah, so yeah. I always go, people, you're going to rub shoulders and meet people you would have never met. Exactly. And you know, doing the same thing you do a couple times a week, right? Yeah. And then you get the and then you get the, the, the hang out with Ruger. Yeah. Exactly. Right? yeah. So I mean, I'll tell you this: I was watching Kimmel the other day, and uh, he's an actor director, John Favreau. You yeah. Know him. Yep. Absolutely. Great dude. Big big yeah. big guy. Right. But he had said he they had talked about the ADD had hired Jimmy Kimmel's nephew to be on Mandalorian. Yeah. And he had said, we love working with actors that have jujitsu and mixed martial arts yeah. experience, especially the kids, because they're like e easier to direct and yep. like just work better. Right. And I think that's just like a shout out to jujitsu and like yeah. that yep. kind of thing. It's training for your life. Exactly. It really is. Right. Because you come in here, man, like the, the going doing a doing a session or a class. Work look at the guys that are doing it now. Brett Michaels from Poison. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Mark Zuckerberg. Totally. I'd like to train with him though, to be honest with you. I mean, like the things like Joe Rogan has done for jujitsu. Yeah. Oh, he's a guy that like wholeheartedly loves jujitsu. Yes, yes. Great love. And, and um, you know, it's it's been a big advocate of it. Monster proponent, honestly, too. Like, I think it helped him make him what he is. Yeah. And I think, too, he's really helped expand it to the female audiences. Absolutely. It's been, like, because I, I, Rich, you probably would know better, but, like, the the amount of female, like, jujitsu practitioners is probably, what, tripled in the last maybe 10 years or so? Yeah. Yeah. Easily. It's a little kids coming up because it's just as many girls training as boys yeah. now. Yeah. Exactly. And they're, now they're starting to go into your um beginner adult programs yes. mm -hmm. so oh, you're starting to see that all kind of the last 10 years that really kind of yeah. pull in oh, yeah. into the other it's just become very common now uh, whereas 10 15 years ago you know you you know the biggest thing i'd have with women is how oh, i feel uncomfortable well yeah. you're gonna feel uncomfortable when you get attacked so yeah, i'd rather exactly. feel yeah. uncomfortable in a controlled environment where you know everybody exactly. and you're gonna learn how to defend yourself yeah look i love all the other arts 
But if you have a a, a guy even the same size as you and he hits you, it's going to be twice as much force as what you're hitting with. I would never – if you hit somebody, they're going to want to hit you back. Yeah. You're – you know, they're hands-on and grabbing you. Yeah. Boy, when in doubt, choke them out, right? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't take a lot of strength to get a hold of that neck. Nope. You could be 100 pounds. And you you get a hold of a 200-pound oh. guy's neck. It, right. The results are going to be the same. It's like a snake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So exactly. it's it's it less damage. Um, it, it's just as effective. Like it's one of those few things where I feel like that's a great equalizer for women. If, oh, if the guy doesn't know, he gets hands on before you know it. Boom. They got your neck. You're going to have problems. And that happens just because the other person doesn't know. Yeah, right. Exactly. And you can train, but jiu-jitsu is unique too, because you can train at a, you know, at a hard pace, like a high level, yeah. you know, almost a hundred percent ultimately yeah. tap and it's over like without yep. preventing injury. You know, yes. I get punched in the face a hundred percent. I mean, it explains why I look the way I but, do. But it keeps you but like, yeah, but dude, it's, you're, you're in uncomfortable, exactly compromising positions and you learn to become comfortable with it. Oh. And that's the same thing for women yeah. doing this. It's the exact same thing. You're going to get comfortable in uncomfortable situations and positions in a controlled environment. Sure. Why not do it now? Yeah. Then when it happens, you're not even going to think about it. It's going to be boom, yeah. instant, right? Yeah. And remember, that's and, and yeah. same for men. You know yeah. what I mean? I remember, when, I remember when I started. Yeah. Well, first time I got choked. Whatever reason, I've seen it everybody, every time since from anybody else. First time you get choked, person's reaction is the chin up, arms down. Yep. Yeah, like the yeah, exact yeah, opposite yeah, we should yeah. do. Yeah. I remember like, oh my God, that was scary. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, you get choked. Yeah. Now, you know, a thousand chokes later, you're like, okay, turn the chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just take yeah. your time. Yeah. Unless it's on. Every yeah. new person that gets choked the first time when it's yeah. unexpected, they, yeah. they step panic and lift their chin. Yeah. What's the unknown? Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Once you've experienced it so many times, it's a hell of a lot harder to choke you. Yep. Because you're you know how to defend it. You know how to stay calm in that. But you got to condition yourself for that mentally right. and physically. Yeah, I agree. You know, mentally, I think mentally, it's mentally first, and then yep. yeah, I yep. agree. Mentally to know, like I I told like uh, someone I survived. Yeah. 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 Like, hey, count to five before you tap. And exactly. see, you know, yeah. like, unless you're seeing the lights. Exactly. Then if you see, you see if you see a white flash, tap instantly. Yeah. Early in the <laughs> day, yeah, I'm with you. But okay, so we are coming to the top of time, Jared. Man, this was so much fun, dude. Appreciate it, guys. Dude, uh, what? Oh, uh, uh, Doc and the Deacon. Doc and the, yeah. So shout out to my my doctor on this one. Yeah, I still have the same guy all these years. You know, he really got me kind of on a good path. Yeah. Things, you know, here now it is over ten years later, and I don't have those problems. So yep, he's he's the one who gave me the kick in the ass. So I yep, appreciate there you that. go. So his podcast, he's Doc and the Deacon. Yeah. It's pretty entertaining. Yeah, he's a very much guy of science. He's guys buddy who's uh we religious, so they have a, they have a good back. Wow, well, he's good. gonna love this now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, we'll put we'll have a link in the description of this episode for Docking the Deacon on oh. Spotify and stuff. And yep, check it out, man. I subscribe to him. You know, like definitely check it out. Sounds like a lot of good stuff. Right on, awesome, right. man. But uh, before we get out of here, is there anything you want to say to your friends, family before we take off? Or your fans. Uh, well, that, <laughs> listen to the podcast. <laughs> no proctol all proctologists were not hurt. Just, uh, <laughs> no proctologists were hurt. Yeah. <laughs> no proctologists. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, the biggest support at the end of the day, like, do my wife, like, no. Put, puts up with a lot as far yeah, as it goes like a lot of time out the way so and i appreciate it she still yeah. brings you snacks in between classes she does she man. still comes in she still stays married to me 20 years later yeah. you teach him multiple classes she brings in a little snack for him dude. and then grabs the kids after yeah. they're done yeah oh yeah she's I mean, got the little brown bag yeah p and j this is not a flaming bag i'm like that dude i'll tell you there's a there's a million beautiful women but not all of them bring you snacks at jiu-jitsu. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's come on. 
Another story. You know, Another story. That's a pretty right <laughs> exactly. There. Plus, look at like I mean, like what we've been talking about. Your whole family comes. Like this. Yeah, is a family yeah, it's a family. Yeah. Thing. My son uh, trains. My son's you know, this place, down, Yeah. Oh yeah. Six and this, yeah. You, my daughter, my wife have been in. Like yeah, yeah. everybody. It's soul. I mean, I told my life. wife it's a non-starter. As soon as my daughter's five, she's in here. I've I've had. Matal just brought his seven-month-old son in the other day to get a picture on the mat. Nevin Johnson, just I think his son's coming up on seven months. Yep. He's talking the same thing. He can't wait. Yeah. So there's gonna be a bunch of people yeah. with their kids coming in here. Somebody else too. They have twin girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're uh three right now. Yep. But they're talking about hey, yeah. as soon as they're four, they're yeah. in, they're on the mat, they're yeah. training, that's it. Yeah. So I you know, you love to hear that because yeah, I have exactly. a ton of families, people oh, that started yeah. me when they were kids no. through college, through the military, back. With their families training, yep. yeah, oh yeah, can't beat that. It's can't amazing. That's it's amazing, I, that, and that's what it is. You know, yeah. it makes you feel old, but that's you know. Besides that, I, I, I love <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Good practicality. That's common now. You know? yeah. Rich, what do you got to say before we get out of here? Watch the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Watch <laughs> like, and listen. Like, share, and subscribe, baby. That's it. Uh, well, speaking of subscribing, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, coming today by the one and only Rich Lada, and our special guest today is J.R. Roach. In case you're running, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. Meow's on the Twitter and the TikTok, the Working P Pod. If you'd like to be guests on the show, please email us at workperspectives.gmail.com, and please like and subscribe so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See you. Okay. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, T is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.